Welcome, and thank you for taking time to join our November Your Voice is Heard. This is the final call where our executives answer your previously submitted questions with time for live question and answer. A podcast recording of this call will be available within a week on both iTunes and the website podcast.cfidrive.com. I'd like to remind all our professional drivers to avoid distracted driving and only participate on this call if it is safe to do so. During the live question and answer portion, limit yourself to one brief question. Remember, questions regarding individual circumstances are best followed up the chain of support. If we run out of time to answer all the questions today, or if you think of a question later, please share in the workplace group called Your Voice is Heard. We promise that we will all be in there checking regularly. Soon, our President Greg Orr will get us started, but first, a safety message from Operations Senior Manager Tim Hicks. Thank you, Caitlin, for this opportunity. Good afternoon, CFI professional drivers. Um, According to AAA, Thanksgiving travel will be the busiest since 2005. Um, They estimate 55 million Americans will be taking travel 50 miles or greater to go to grandma's house for some fine turkey and stuffing. That's up from 1.6 million uh, drivers from last year. Americans are starting their holidays earlier and earlier to take advantage of the long weekends. Uh, It's predicted by AAA that the worst travel time will be Tuesday evenings during the post-work hours. Uh, What that really means is that that most of those folks out there are leaving work after a hard day of work. They're going to be tired. They're going to be distracted. They're going to be looking to to get to wherever they're going. Us as professional drivers, we aren't just charged with our own safety, but at times we have to be responsible for the unprofessional out there. We must, be, we must predict the unpredictable. And one of the ways we can do that is the five keys from our Smith system training. Remember that? Aim high, get the big picture, keep your eyes moving, leave yourself and out, and make sure you see those. The first couple of ones are the ones that, that help you predict the unpredictable. You see somebody that's leaning back, looking uh, in the back seat, yelling at their kids or whatnot, they're probably going to start drifting in. And then you see the folks that are on their cell phones, watch out for them. Um, it's, 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 the other piece of that is, is, along with folks out traveling the highways and byways, this is the prime time for deer to be moving. Yeah, Jeff Thurlow, deer are on the move, and they're most active through October through November. So kind of keep an eye out for, for the deer as well. Uh, for some reason, the best grass to eat is the grass that's on the side of the highway, uh, and, and you never know when they're going to bounce out from you. I did see a, uh, just a real quick deal. I've seen a, I've seen a note the other day that says if you're driving – if, if you know that you're driving to your death, would you still drive that fast? Kind of something to think about. So watch out for others because they aren't watching out for you. Careful out there, CFI professional drivers. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to our president, Gregor. Thanks, Tim. So I got a question for you, Tim. For all of us non-professional drivers, are you calling us the Griswolds? You could be. You could be, Clark. Just wanted to make sure we clarified that. And you know that's the 30th anniversary of uh, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation oh this year. Seriously, wow. 30th anniversary. Wow. Wow. Holy cow. Make it a real nice Well, good, good message, Tim. Appreciate that. So good, good afternoon, everybody. Hey, just wanted to uh, welcome you to our last call here, and uh, hopefully a lot of you are joining on uh, Workplace and seeing us live, so we'll all wave at you and say hello. Um, Wanted to start off by a few things and just say, um, from a TFI perspective, our parent company uh, had the opportunity to spend some time with our CEO and CFO down in uh, Florida this past week, and we talked through the budget and worked through a lot of numbers and still have a few things to to kind of clean up. But long story short, what I'll tell you is this. 
you know, from a TFI perspective, they couldn't be more proud of what has been accomplished over the last two years at CFI. And when you think about um, all the changes and, and things that have happened uh, prior to the acquisition uh, and really bringing the brand back, um, there's been a ton of work and a lot of uh, effort put in by every individual in this organization, and that does not go unnoticed. And I can tell you that Mr. Bedar, our CEO, uh, the first thing he always asked me is, how's everybody doing? How's our professional drivers? Uh, how's the pulse of the industry? What are we seeing for miles? Uh, because he gets it. He knows that this is really what drives our business and, most importantly, what drives our professional drivers to stay with us. And um, and we, we talked through a lot of things, but, but, you know, when you look at what's going on in the marketplace and uh, all the challenges that are out there this past year, uh, I can tell you as an organization, we have fared beyond well um, from a operational and financial perspective, albeit we've had our ups and downs a little bit throughout the year, uh, but he has been uh, enormously a huge fan of ours and has been providing a lot of context and commentary to all of the analysts about how well uh, CFI is doing. And that is a huge hats off to each and every one of you because you're the ones that make the business run. And um, for Mr. Bedar to, uh, he doesn't throw compliments uh, too easily, I'll say that. Uh, so I think it, it, it's even more important and uh, more meaningful when you have the opportunity to hear uh, how well he speaks of us. So, again, just want to say that it's been um, a fantastic uh, Q1, Q2, and Q3, and, and hopefully Q4 will continue to uh, be well for us. And we're working hard to set ourselves up for a good uh, start of next year as well. So, again, thank you for the efforts. Uh, I did want to touch on um, a couple other quick things. So, Reads Across America is coming up. I think it's December 14th, if I remember right. And um, wanted to let you all know that we will be representing our, our CFI family in Arlington again this year, which is a huge, huge opportunity and something to be very, very proud of because there is, uh, while there's a lot of participants, it's very, very hard to get into that. And uh, it's great that we have representation, so that will be very cool to participate in that again. We also will be uh, supplying reeds in Fort Scott. Uh, I think we have seven um, locations that we'll be doing around the Denver area. Is that right, Adam? Yeah. And then uh, we also have uh, two locations that will be in San Antonio that we will be delivering. So uh, a huge presentation and something, again, to be very proud of. And uh, as I was at the Missouri Trucking Association this past week, one of the discussion topics came up was – when you think about all this, um, there is still across all of the United States, and I'll just pick on Missouri alone, um, we're only probably putting reeds on about a third of the actual grave sites right now. So it's a, it's a big deal and something that uh, we're honored to be able to participate in. But more so, I think, as this continues to grow legs, uh, the goal, obviously, is to make sure that every um, uh, cemetery has reeds for every one of their uh, grave sites out there. So um, we're, we're very proud to be a participant in that and, and look forward to that on uh, December 14th. So more news will be coming about that uh, shortly. And then lastly, um, uh, I want to just say thank you for a great 2019. 
we, while we haven't finished the year yet, um, I would tell you that we are, uh, again, performing very, very well. We see um, all of the hard work and efforts that are out there, and we know that um, uh, everybody has a place to choose from an employment standpoint, and we're very proud to say that each one of you are here with us at CFI, and, and uh Hopefully we can continue to be uh, as successful, if not more successful, going into 2020. And I'm very confident that um, we have the right leadership team in place to be able to do so. And the, the work ethic and strategic plan that we have in place will be executed well. So with that, uh, I will throw it over to Mr. Mike Hens, our Senior Vice President of Operations, Sales, and Safety and Recruiting. And I don't know what else. So Mike, take it away. Thank you very much. Um, first of all, hello, drivers and all other CFI people. So thanks for having me. Uh, the things that I'm going to talk about today are rates and miles and a few other things. Uh, first of all, from a rate standpoint, it's been tough going. I'll tell you that. Our customers are expecting us to be really sharp with our pricing, and we have been uh, as sharp as we have to be, if you know what I mean. We're, we're, we're giving it back only when it's absolutely necessary, but it is becoming more and more necessary to give back uh, a little bit more than we want to, so we need everybody to really concentrate on being low cost, high service. That allows us to get the freight we need. Uh, customers are under a lot of pressure too, so I'm not you know, saying anything negative about them, but they certainly expect really good rates right now. And uh, we need to be at our very, very best <clears throat> to ensure that we, uh, we keep the freight and the miles that we've got. Uh, speaking of miles, uh, we do get questions on a regular basis, both you know, the operations crew, customer service, sales, what's going on with miles because the fact of the matter is miles are less than last year. Last, last year, it was a, a terrific year. Uh, this year, we're having to fight for every load, every lane, uh, every day. And so it hasn't been as good as last year. And so we all recognize that. Now, the commercial team, the ops team, the sales team, um, revenue management, we're all really doubling down, beating the bushes to uh, work with our customers, both existing and new customers, uh, to get as much freight as we can in the basket. And it's been it's been tough, I'll tell you that. Now, I think, and I get a lot of the trade um, articles and we get a lot of inside information on other carriers. You know, Greg and I regularly talk to our peers, and it is our perception that we are doing better than the majority of the other trucking companies out there, both from, you know, financial performance, sure, but are we getting the miles and the loads that we need? And it's been tough, but I would say we're doing better than most overall. Now, when we go in to see a customer, they, you know, they appreciate what we give to their supply chain. And I wanted to take a moment just to call that out to you that in an environment where it's highly competitive and the rates are under the microscope, when we can walk in there and say, you know, here's what we've done, and we're well above the targets that they expect, that gives us the high ground. And I think Greg's going to talk a little bit about that in a minute when I hand it over to him. But just I want to tell you on behalf of everyone how much we appreciate service not being the first thing that the customers talk about 
in a negative sense. It's typically, yeah, we know you guys are darn good. We want more of what you have to offer. And that appreciation and respect needs to go directly to our drivers. And I just want to make sure you, you feel that. You hear it, but you feel it because it certainly helps us out when we're in front of a customer to, to be able to say, we are a good value and we are a great carrier. So thank you for that. Um, recently, we've had several really nice wins. And, and when Greg and I uh, get on a podcast with uh, Adam in December, mid-December, we'll go through some of those in more detail. But we've had some really nice wins here lately. Um, we've had a couple of really big bids that just came in-house with major shippers that we don't do a lot with right now. So our commercial pipeline is filling up. Now, we also have some of our existing business that is going out for bid. Most of our business, 50 to 60% goes out for bid every single year. So just be aware that we have to keep up the tempo of great service, safe service, excellent customer service, and we'll keep as much freight as we, we possibly can, and we'll get more freight when you do it that way. Um, last thing is happy holidays. On behalf of uh, my family and many, many others that, that just appreciate what you do, thanks a lot. So with that, I'll turn it over to Mr. Beard, and uh, you can tell him what I meant to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Hi, everybody. hope everybody's doing good today. Uh, on service, uh, you know, Mike really hit it hard there. Uh, we continue to meet or exceed our customers' expectations, and it's, it's really all because of what you do day in and day out. So we really do appreciate all your hard work and your commitment to servicing our customers because it's really a big deal. You know, we hear often uh, when we talk to customers, number one priority for them is service, and they'll say number two is price. And so it's really important that we provide the service that we continue to provide and have this year. So thank you. Also, I'd like to say thank you for representing the CFI brand well. We appreciate it, and it's a really big deal. So thank you. Um, I did have a, a question come in. I wanted to kind of give you behind-the-scenes look at that. Uh, so we had a question asking about the ready board. and. When you uh, board, why you're not given the current position number? So um, I just kind of wanted to give you a background on that. So many times when you go into an area, there could be several trucks within a radius of that area. So each truck and each customer in these areas generally have different requirements. Um, could be hours of service, highlights, endorsements, um, maintenance needs. So what we do, the driver planners and the planning software use this information to find the best possible fit for you, the professional driver, and the customer. So I wanted to kind of give you an overview and kind of behind the scenes look at what happens with that. A um, couple other things. Um, you know, as we approach the end of the year, I just wanted to recap a few things that we've been able to do this year. We've done a lot of good things, but then these are just a very few. So uh, most of you realize that we uh, remodeled the Laredo restrooms and showers. So that was a really big plus. Um, we continue to refresh our fleet with new tractors and new trailers. Our average age of tractor right now is uh, 1.8 years, Randy. Is that right? 1.77. So that's, I mean, that's awesome. So um, we also, the first this year, we finished adding some recliners at all the terminals. So all the terminals should have recliners. So that, again, that's a big deal. We want you to 
be comfortable when you're away from the house. So think about uh, that. To see that. The average age. Uh, Jesse, we should be the only ones on the leader line. I'll go, I'll go ahead and finish up here. Um, so also another good thing that we've done is add free washers and dryers. You've probably seen them recently at the West Memphis Terminal. So we have them at the West Memphis Terminal, we have them at the Taylor Terminal and Wilmer Terminal. So our plan is to add them here in Joplin and also at Laredo by the end of December. So that's really cool. And we're also supplying free detergent with that as well. So again, it's another little thing to make things a little bit easier while you're away from home. So we're glad to do that. Uh, the Wi-Fi is going to expand into the parking areas at the terminals. So you're, when you're out in your truck, you have the Wi-Fi coverage. So that's pretty cool. Catscale app. You know, this is something that I wish uh, I had on the road 25 years ago. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool stuff, and it's really helpful. So that's a big plus. We were also able to uh, raise the detention pay and also increase the orientation pay as well. So, again, these are just a few of the things that we've been able to do this year. We've been able to do a lot. So we're constantly looking at improvements to help make things a little bit better. So, um, again, thank you for your time today. Hope everybody's having a great day. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Brett Swab, Senior Manager of Ops. Hey, thanks, Greg. Uh, you know, if you if you notice, a lot of what we're saying is we're really all hard at work for you guys to help you out. Sorry, I better look this way. Um, but uh, we've done something uh, recently in operations. We've redesigned um, the fleet team to make sure that we are there to fully support you guys, the drivers, help you be successful. Um, I once said with uh, Greg on the Insider video that we realized we have uh, various um, levels of uh, expertise when they join the CFI team, and we realize that no matter uh, how experienced you are, everybody has a little bit of their own individual challenges, and so we want to make sure that uh, we spend more time uh, helping you all out, be successful, understand what's difference, uh, the difference between CFI and maybe a previous carry or even just some other previous form of work that you did in the past, uh, and our goal is to make sure that you're extremely successful as a professional driver here at CFI. So with that, we've redesigned the fleet team. Um, we've probably been about 80% um, participation in that. That means 20% of our fleet supervisors have not been in the new uh, team environment. Um, we are planning on moving them in Monday, 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we've also realized that uh, in that design, it's better if we have five people in a team. Uh, if we have any less than that, we're probably not giving you the best service possible. So. That's another reason for the move on Monday. Um, also, uh, something brand new, we have increased our driver advocate team from one to three. Uh, Jeff Thurlow has done a fantastic job trying to, I'm going to say, boil the ocean to make sure uh, he can do everything he can to help you guys out. But now we've added uh, Adam Sparlin and Richard Merrill uh, to the team. They'll also be assigned to some of those uh, five-man team so that they can spend a little more time at a little more of an intimate level to try to help you guys out. Um, some of you probably have dealt with Adam or Richard uh, in their previous roles uh, of support, so I'm really excited to have them on the team, um, and we'll be doing some more great, amazing things for you guys. Uh, also, considering that, I realize that there's been uh, an extreme level of patience with us because I know change is not easy. Um, 
And so uh, you guys have really wrote it out. We've had some really good feedback from our driver community uh, and support. They've made suggestions. We've made some adjustments according to that. And um, and keep the, the comments coming because obviously we can't think of all the great things on our own. We need your help as well. Next thing my, that kind of leads me into phones. Uh, with the change, we've been paying attention to our phone coverage, and we realize that the current phone system offers the driver several options uh, when they're calling in. We're asking you that if you can be patient, stay on with your fleet team. I know most of our drivers want to now that are adopting this new redesign. They're wanting to talk to somebody within their team. And if you run into the option that says uh, first available uh, dispatcher, I just want you to understand that that might mean that your call will be transferred out of your team queue to another queue. Um, what we've learned is that that queue is actually much larger. It has more drivers in it daily uh, than the ones for your team. So you may not actually uh, have your call answered quicker uh, because you're actually in a bigger a pool of drivers calling in. So typically what we're seeing is we're answering those calls that are, are waiting within the team group, um, they're getting answered faster. So I just wanted you guys to know that we're looking still at the phone system. We're hoping to, in 2020, to be able to make some adjustments so that it's not so confusing and we'll be sure to keep you guys updated as we go. Lastly, we've had a lot of people ask if we're going to do the holiday guarantee uh, over Christmas, and we are going to do that. So let me give you guys um, some uh, details around that. The 2019 holiday guidelines are that we're offering it to the first 300 trucks that uh, want to sign up. You, you've got to contact the fleet supervisor uh, between the hours of 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. They'll put you on that list. The list is first come, first serve. Uh, the dates for the guarantee will run from December 22nd to December 28th. Uh, the guarantee, again, will be 2,500 miles or miles driven at the current rate per mile. Um, if a regional driver volunteers to be on that list, just know that you're probably not a regional driver. You'll run out of region, right, Tim? Correct. Um, what will disqual disqualify uh, guarantee holiday pay is that a driver cannot highlight until after the 28th of uh, December. If you highlight uh, any earlier than that, um, that kind of changes things for you and you will not be eligible for the guaranteed pay. Um, drivers must be available for dispatch. Um, if the driver has uh, hours of service issues, they can't have any sick days, you can't take PTO or anything during that time. If you're unavailable for dispatch for any reason other than a, the DOT 10-hour break, um, you'll also lose your guaranteed pay. If the driver is on the list and you break down for more than 24 hours, uh, that will cause problems with you being eligible for the guarantee. You cannot live in California. Uh, this is not an option for our independent contractors, our slip seat drivers, and our local or dedicated drivers. And detention will not also apply for that first 2,500 miles. If you if you achieve greater than 2,500 miles, then detention will play with that. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to anybody uh, in your fleet team, an ops manager, anybody in ops. We could probably help you out, and uh, we'll make sure that we get you added to the list. So I have 
covered everything I need to cover. We're going to hand it over to our newest driver advocate, Adam Sparling. Thanks, Brett. Uh, first, I just wanted to uh, say a massive thank you. Uh, we've got one more kind of big win this year from operations to to uh, talk about, and it's completely on our professional drivers. So in February, we started back heavily with the fuel and route program, and we started looking at it. Uh, the reason we did that is because we found that fuel and route saves on average six cents per gallon on every gallon of fuel that we purchase. So in February, we were at around 50%, so that first month that we did it, which gave us about 807,000 gallons that were compliant with fuel and route, for lack of a better term. Well, in October, we hit 80%. It's the highest we've ever been in CFI history. We've been using this program since, I think, 2009. So what that means is from February to October, we saw an increase from 807,000 gallons positively going through the system to 1.7 million gallons per month positively going that we're saving six cents per gallon on. And so what it means is we, when we first set this up in February, we established that we could probably spend about $1.5 million less per year on diesel just by being selective on where we purchased it. And we are dead on track to hit that goal now. Nice. And so it was a, a massive increase and it is 100% due to our professional drivers. So very, very big thank you to everybody. Um, the other bit I've been invited to talk about is uh, has to deal with the fact we keep saying this is your last uh, executive live call. And the most important thing that goes with that is this isn't the end of your connection to the executives. This isn't the end of CFI's level of communication. And I know Caitlin will touch on quite a bit more of this here a little bit later, but I wanted to give you a brief rundown of the ways you're still going to hear from us and the ways you can communicate with, with the company. And that includes everybody from people like me in the advocate role, from Night Dispatch all the way up to Mr. Orr himself. And so... Uh, the first one, of course, is your PeopleNet tablet, and that is the full email system. So there's a company directory in there. Uh, easy explanation there is if on Saturday you're sending a message and you want to make sure your fleet supervisor sees it, you can copy them in. And so you're able to, to email anybody that's on that directory. Of course, we have the phones. That's still going to take care of those quick things, like today being the last day for, for uh, open enrollment. And so things that our fleet supervisors are just bringing up last minute on the phone today. Uh, we have Workplace, which is a, a new tool that we've been diving into this year, and more and more we're going to increase the usage of that tool as we're finding it to be the best way, the fastest way for us to get information out to the whole fleet and to everybody there. So we're looking forward to more and more of that. Um, we also will continue to have the podcast. It might be changing a little bit, but in part of what we're doing with the podcast is we are now able to give you some of that really interesting industry knowledge. So we're able to have guests on there and our contacts and be able to talk about just fun stuff about what's going on in trucking in general. Uh, Your Voice is Heard will be available through the communications at CFI Driveline. It will still be available on the driver dashboard. It will still be available on Workplace. So all those, those levels of communication are still there. We have the daily download, which Monday through Friday is currently updated. Um, and it will always have safety information, uh, power for the day, where we've got more trucks than load balance, where we're starting the day out so you kind of know how to plan for your day, uh, weather, and then any important announcements. And then, of course, the CFI Insider, which we know has been a very popular option. It is staying around. We're going to continue getting 
real good information about what's going on inside the company uh, available to you through the Insider and through YouTube and Workplace. So for me, that's about it, and I'm going to hand it over to uh, Mr. Randy Cornell. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Uh, first thing I want to mention is uh, Greg had mentioned updates at the terminals and the uh, free washers and dryers, and we're actually going to do that in Joplin, and those were delivered today. So here in the next few days, we'll get those installed so that everybody will have free laundry and washers and dryers here as well. So um, the the only question that I actually have is from Kendall Fuller, and he's asking about Wi-Fi in the trucks. And currently, Wi-Fi is not available in the trucks. Uh, typically, Europe seems to do things, and they do it well, and 10 years later, it happens in the United States, and then 10 years later, it happens in trucks. So, so I think we're about at that ninth year in the U.S., you know, for cars. So it's going to happen eventually, but it's probably going to be a couple of years before we actually see Wi-Fi in the trucks. And when I asked Kenworth about it back in January, uh, it was not even on their to-do list yet. So, uh, But it certainly is an idea that they have. And it will happen eventually, so eventually that will happen. Um, many of you probably saw the three seats that we had in the driver services building over there. We were asking drivers to uh, give us their comments about which one they liked the most. And uh, we have completed that survey, if you will. And uh, we did have a, a clear winner. The clear winner was the Gray Mag seat. That's the brand name is Gray Mag. Uh, Packcar actually uh, markets it as a pack car seat but Gray Mag is the brand. The seat that we currently have is what's called a national seat. And uh, so when we place an order for new Kenworth trucks, we will be putting the Gray Mag seat in there. So those of you that voted for the Gray Mag seat will be extremely happy um, when we get those in, if you <clears throat> be lucky enough to get one of those trucks. So uh, the other thing that we're doing is there's a new transmission out now called an Endurance and it's a 12-speed transmission. It's still an automated manual. It's not an automatic. It's still an automated manual, and it has a clutch. We actually uh, are getting 49 of those this year. The last 49 trucks that we take delivery of this year will have that 12-speed endurance transmission, and it is really nice. It is really very smooth. Um, it doesn't have the hesitation when you're backing. There's just a lot of advantages to it. Uh, going forward, that will be the transmission of choice for us behind the Cummins engine. Uh, so as time goes on, I'm sure they'll continue to make improvements. But I think you'll really enjoy that transmission once you get it. And if you talk to somebody in one of those 49 trucks that has that transmission, uh, I think you'll find that they really enjoy that as well. So one thing I want to mention also is uh, hats off to road service. Our trucks down has been at a record low from a number of trucks in the shop. So let me give you the magnitude of this. So in January of 2014, there was one day that we had 250 trucks down. Now think about that, 250 trucks that were down in one single day, and it took several weeks to get all those trucks out of the shop. This week, we actually hit 10 trucks down. So a low of 10 trucks. There's a lot of reasons for that, but Road Service and their team, uh, they've taken on quite the challenge to 
continue to better themselves in that regard. And uh, so today they actually had a celebration in the road service department and they had Tracy made homemade pies. Our senior manager of road service made homemade pies and there's some pictures on workplace. So you got to go look at it uh, and, and brought ice cream. Now, the greatest thing about this celebration was that she didn't invite any believers. Now, wait a minute. That's not exactly true because I did get invited to the party. But here's the great thing about this is I did nothing to make that happen, and I got pie and ice cream. Tracy and her team did all of it. So I'm, I'm telling you. For the drivers that are new here, probably don't recognize this as much. The drivers that have been here long term will recognize that this has been a huge problem. And the road service team has worked really hard to get to that point. And then Greg has obviously been very supportive of buying new equipment to get the old equipment out of here. So I want to give a big hat off to Tracy and so my last my last comment uh, I'm going to try not to belch because I had two pieces of pie but um. <laughs> so my last comment is uh, in regards to workplace we, there is a uh, there is a group out there uh, on workplace and it's uh, CFI what's it called you call it CFI maintenance group yeah CFI maintenance group and I I certainly would encourage you to get signed up for that they, they they're doing some great things with uh, uh, maintenance minute videos. Um, drivers ask questions, and I'm telling you, the response time has been incredible on those questions. Uh, I go to it and look at it and thinking I'm going to have to get somebody to look at it, and it, it's already done. Somebody's already answered the question. So it's been really good. We've had a lot of activity on that page, but we haven't had enough. We'd like more of you to join up on that page and get signed up for that page so that, number one, you can get the information that you're being fed on a daily basis through that page but also to give you an opportunity to ask questions. And the great thing about that is when you ask a question, if we don't know the answer, there's drivers out there that know the answer. Yep. We have drivers answering technical questions that we didn't realize. Some of them, to their own embarrassment, they've answered those questions <laughs> because they learned by their mistakes. So I really would encourage you to really get signed up for that workplace and, and or to workplace and especially the CFI maintenance group, because I'm certainly biased, but you'll, you'll find that it has a lot of great resources and a lot of great information. So with that said, I'm going to turn it over to uh, our senior manager of IT, Natalie Beisel. Thank you, Randy. You Good bet. afternoon, drivers. Um, this is my first time presenting. I'm pretty excited, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, we had a question come into IT regarding the PeopleNet navigation system. Just so you know, we are currently, the latest version is 4.25.025008. Or you can remember 10-9-2019 is its release date. If you feel your PeopleNet unit is giving you poor directions, you may have an outdated mapping program. You can contact your fleet supervisor and work your way into the Joplin OBCS uh, shop area, and they can do a stick update to bring you up to 4.25.025008. Um, we can't, excuse me, we can't do it over the air because it is too large. So we do need you to go into the shop. <clears throat> if you'll um, remember, please, that you are the captain of your ship, 
And if you feel your navigation is directing you wrong, please do what you need to to override it and be safe. <clears throat> the last thing I'd like to bring up is the Transport America and CFI security badges. If you would please always remember to carry both badges when you visit our yards and terminals at Contract Creators and Transport America. It's for your safety and the safety of others. We understand the frustration with carrying dual cards, but we are working on how to create one card that will work in all locations. So thank you for that. Um, with that, I'll turn it over to our safety director, Jeff Yarnell. Thank you, Natalie. Um, wow, lots of uh, great information going on around the table. I'll try to keep up that momentum here. Uh, I want to start with a big thank you uh, to the to the fleet uh, for the cooperation and, and just the, the general team working through the, the transition uh, that we're experiencing from AOBRDs over to ELDs. Uh, there have been some challenges uh, that drivers are experiencing, and, and actually Brett Swab, Brett, who had a speaking part earlier, he, he said something yesterday that, that really kind of uh, – uh, that, that I just heard loud and clear, and that that because we we were having some challenges with it, but as as Brett said, it's an industry challenge. It, it's not just a CFI challenge in this transition over to, to ELD. And and when I heard that, I, I realized maybe I'm just stuck in the CFI silo, if you will, of of you know talking through some some struggles with our drivers and, and listening to those. So, you know, it was nice to hear another uh, side of that, uh, that it is an industry challenge. So we're all working through it and, and doing a good job in, in getting through that. Uh, if you're struggling with the LD usage, uh, it's been mentioned before, but workplace has become a great tool for that. We've got, um, you, you need to join the ELD migration group. Uh, I think it's also let the good times roll. Um, there, there you'll find ELD cheat, seat, cheat sheets, uh, tips from other drivers, uh, several videos that we have uh, ranging from, um, you know, what to expect roadside and just general how to fix any other issues that you might run into. But again, a, a tip to our drivers, uh, tip of the cap to our drivers and the team in the hours of service department for uh, just all the hard work and, and to get through this transition. Uh, we're well ahead of the December deadline that FMCSA has, has put out in front of us. Um, but um, we'll be we'll be well. So if you continue to struggle, uh, or if you're one of the last 105, give or take, that we've got left on ELD, we'll be seeing you soon, so we can get you transferred over and um, you know go ahead and contact operations to to get that routing set up to get you to one of our training locations. So, uh, but great job so far on ELD. Um, also, um, something that is upcoming that's been talked about uh, for a long time, but that in this industry, and that's the drug and alcohol clearinghouse. So what is the clearinghouse, if you don't know? Um, well, it's going to be a database for all CDL holders containing records of violations for drug and alcohol testing. And carriers will have to confirm that all drivers have entered into that clearinghouse uh, by January the 6th of 2021 long time from now, right? Well, so it doesn't have to be done today, but, but we already need to start the ball rolling, uh, if, if possible. Uh, we have information posted at terminals explaining how to register. Uh, we have authorization forms available at said terminals. If you want to go ahead and complete the process, uh, just talk to anyone at, at, at behind the dispatch window or the safety window here in Joplin, and, and we can start the process to get you in that database. Real easy and real simple, but again, no rush. Um, there will be more information coming up on that through um, 
all the, the communication venues that we have here. I want to give another shout out on this call, uh, this time to our, our Smart Drive team. Uh, just like ELD, we're kind of wrapping up the, the install of the outward facing only event recorders uh, that we're putting in all the trucks. Uh, we've, we saw the return on the investment early and often with this uh, new technology. And um, But over the last few months, as we get uh, more and more of the fleet installed, it's getting even better and better as we inch closer to that 100% between exonerations of our drivers, which was the number one reason we put this technology in the trucks, um, to the, the being able to coach up on unsafe behaviors and, and help the driver succeed and improve. Um, we've, we've just seen a drastic, we've seen nice downward trends in both CSA and base, uh, unsafe basic scores, as well as our DOT accident frequency. And so just what the product said it would deliver, it's doing so, but it's because the drivers are accepting it and, and responding to it and, and embracing it, and so we appreciate that, and, and thanks to the drivers and the Smart Drive team for all their hard work. Um, the last thing I need to touch on here is uh, some upcoming changes to our passenger authorization program here at CFI. It's been several years since we, since we had any modifications to this program. So we took a deep, deep dive into the program, and, and some of the changes um, of note here will begin on January 1st of 2020, so right around the corner. Um, and just a few call-outs uh, to the changes, and there's not many, but with the exception of spouses, uh, passenger passes will be good for a duration of 30 days. Uh, spouses can sign up for up to 120, day, 180 days excuse me, at a time. Um, there will be an admin fee of $20 per passenger that we will, will begin on January 1st. Um, and only one pass is valid at a time, so no more than one pass will be issued until the other one expires. Um, simple changes, uh, but they're needed changes to uh, allow CFI a better path to see exactly who's on our tractors and, and running under the authority of CFI at any given time. And of course, the changes are because it is one DOT number, uh, they're both for company drivers and IC. But again, please look for those changes to be posted on uh, workplace. Uh, e-bulletins, um, all the venues that, that we have mentioned. And on that note, I want to point out that, you know, Randy, I want to echo Randy's statements about workplace. Basically, everything we do changes in, in the safety department and what's going on and um, we're putting out there on, on workplace and, and communicating directly with you. So please utilize that tool. Um, the safety team is getting better with it. Uh, every day we're trying, uh, we're learning it as well with you, and but it's going to be a great tool to help um, in our efforts to be the safest carrier on the roadway. So, and with that, I turn it over to Andy Ridge, Vice President of Benefits and Human Resources. Andy, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'll forgive you. Um, so I just wanted to remind everybody, first of all, good afternoon, and echoing a lot of, of what we're hearing today in thanks and appreciation. Um, Adam alluded to it being the last day of open enrollment, so I did want to call that out. You have about, let's see, it's 4 Central, so another, what, six hours to go. Um, I would encourage you not to wait until 11.59 Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> Um, and get in there as soon as you can if you have not. If you have any questions, issues, again, Workplace is a good place to get quick answers. There is a benefits uh, group that you can join and get in the moment information as you need it. 
Um, also, be, feel free to call the numbers that we're in the final 11th hour. I want to make sure you have access to the people that you need and to make sure we get it done on time. Um, there isn't any um, do-overs, so we do need to get them in today. That is a pretty that's a hard line in the sand is what I'm saying. So midnight comes, uh, you're going to be stuck with what's left there. So appreciate you getting in there to do it. And I'm looking forward to the changes. Um, there's a lot of things that have changed. We have a new carrier, as you all have seen in the materials that have been sent out. I think we're going to be a lot happier with Blue Cross Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, but I'll look forward to hearing your guys' input and see what you think. So, oh, and I need to turn it over to, who does it go to? Caitlin. Caitlin Owens. Caitlin Owens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for back all of our HR six years of doing this call. Uh, Jesse, we are ready for live question and answer. We'll take 10 minutes before we close our final roundtable call. Thank you. As a reminder, if you'd like to ask a question, please press star one on your telephone keypad. Your first question comes from Lynn Dennis. Your line is open. Hey, Lynn. Hi. You won't How like my you? call because, um, well, it's about my truck. I'm not happy with these Kenworths. Um, when there's no one around me, nobody in front of me, I get uh, following distance. The truck slams on its brakes. Um, I jam my hand against the steering wheel. I have limited mobility. I get pains in it. My I can't use my bunk heater because of the it drains the batteries too much. I've had to get it jumped. I mean, as is this truck, these Kenworths are not worth the money. Like I said, there's nobody in front. I think one time I had a shaft. Hey, Lynn, you're breaking up, but um, if if you like, Randy can just say a few words, but we'll follow up with you directly and try to get that, that mopped up, and we can do some diagnostics. But, Randy, did you have – yeah, just – hey, Lynn, we'll follow up with you directly. Randy, did you have a thing or two you wanted to tell Lynn before we move on to the next one? I, I was just going to say I don't have an answer or a response. We just have to get you in the shop and get those things checked out. So that's really all we can do. So. Yeah, we'll, I've been in we'll, the shop. Oh, my okay. my engine light is on right now. My engine light's okay. on, and sometimes my blinker doesn't want to work. I have to shut it off and turn it back on. Um, they say they can't okay. find anything wrong. Um, Tra Tracy is oh. actually in the room. I will ask her to have road service reach out to you. We will and, do that. Uh, yep. we we got to get you and get, get you back. Hey, we, we appreciate you giving us a heads up, Lynn. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. Your next question comes from Mark Ely. Your line is open. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, guys. You know, I real I like the new signups. I see we got the Aflac, and that kind of that's kind of good. I really, you know, I want to say thank you, guys, through the years that I've been here. This has probably been my best earning year that I've had here, and it's been down. You, you know, the workflow has been down, but the majority of it's been up. It's kind of crazy. You know, I know we're going to find that happy medium, but this has been my most consistent paychecks all year long, going back to when we used to get paid every two weeks. Those checks always seem to line out, but I see the consistency now, and it's been really good. And I just want to say thank you, and I want you all to have a nice, great new year and all the good stuff. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Appreciate the comments. Be safe. All right, guys. You all, you all be safe, too. Now, be careful going home. All righty. Have a good one. Your next question comes from Fred Thompson. Your line is open. 
Hey, Hello, Fred. how are you? Good, good. Uh, yeah, I got a, an issue with the uh, the Kenworth. Um, I had five hours to make a delivery. I had to go 100 miles, and I had to go uphill, and my truck would not go over 30 miles an hour because it's governed. Uh, is there something they can put, like an overdrive on these or something to avoid that? Because that was a road hazard on the highway going up the hills. You know, people are blowing horns at me because I'm, I'm not going over 30 miles an hour. Uh, you know, the, Fred, what's your truck number? 50068. And, and you weren't having any kind of engine problem, correct? No. It just wouldn't go, you know, when you try to shift it manually, it would just stay in that lower gear. It's not, it, you don't have the RPMs to, to get it to go because the trucks are governed at 65. Maybe they need to move Fred, it up to 70 or something like that yeah. to avoid that situation. Because, you know, yeah. I got clipped three or four times today, and I had to push off my appointment because I couldn't make it because I ran out of hours to make my delivery. Okay. Right. You know, we'll re we'll so reach out to you after the call and get some more specifics and see if we can't figure out what's going on. Okay. Another another question, too, with the people in that. When uh, whoever takes the information needs to get cross streets, phone numbers, and directions from the uh, consignee and the shipper. Because I had a pickup today and it had directions, none, phone number, none. You know, uh, it, it's ridiculous. I ended up at three different locations that were all within a, a four-block radius. And it, the people kept saying, you've arrived, you've arrived, you've arrived. You know, and I had an issue yesterday. I had to call up our dispatch and say, hey, I'm picking up a tractor supply load. And the people I talked to never heard of it because they used a different name than what was on the building. Maybe they need to get phone numbers or something accordingly to fix that problem. Yeah, Fred, this is this is Tim Hicks. Um, so I'm going to go back. I'll take a look at your continuity. I'll take a look at my last couple of loads. Absolutely, the, first, the, the at bare minimum, as as a customer service team, we should be providing at least an address and a phone number. Uh, sometimes the directions piece is kind of haphazard. If, you know, we can get directions. So if if a customer isn't, we're not able to contact them or get that information. We're getting it off of Google as well. Uh, so the best directions come from from the professional drivers and that feedback that we, we in turn. So when you go to those places, a share that back with us. We'll make sure those entered. But at minimum, we should be at least getting you know some that basic information. But I'll go back and take a look. We do quite a bit of transactional business here as of late, and that's typically where we see those that little bit of a gap is in that transactional business where we're dealing with brokers and and other folks like that, and and we may not be getting all the information back on the trip sheet. But I'll certainly take a look at that. We 100% want to want to improve on on that piece, and and it's not the first time we've we've talked about it. We continue to push forward with that. All right. One other thing before I go. Um, I had witnessed an accident the other day on the highway, and the road was closed. I sent a message in to divert all our trucks around this area. No message came up saying the road was closed. We had six of our drivers sitting in the traffic that I watched as I passed it going the other way. They could have been rerouted around it if they had put the road closed at mile mark or whatever it was on the interstate. And they had more than enough warning because it happened in front of me. 
It was on the, going the opposite way, but it happened in front of me. And I told him the road was going to be closed. The guy had a flatbed, his load came loose, and he lost it. And they didn't get it cleaned up for a good eight or ten hours. And, you know, now you've got six or seven trucks that are late for their deliveries because they're stuck in traffic. If they had an update, they may have been able to stop and look at a map and get out around miles or something or accordingly, you know. It might help with our, our uh, on-time rate and boost it up a little bit. Right, do we have the ability to take a look and look at it in a, we do. In a, in a radius, you know, if we were yep. to see that message and be able to send that out in a, in a timely manner for those drivers around that radius? Yeah, Fred, I, I don't want to send it out to the entire fleet. Tim's right on with that, actually. We have that ability to do that. And the other piece is with the winter weather coming up the way it is, you know, if we have some of our drivers that are, you know, trying to be courteous to the other ones that will coming, you know, be approaching that area. Let us know. We can send that. Perhaps they need to, if they're going to shut down, they'll have a better opportunity to find a place to shut down uh, much earlier than, you know, mm -hmm. piling in where all the traffic and congestion is. So I appreciate that. We'll we'll look into this example as well and use it as an opportunity. But you're right to do that. Yeah. To give us a heads up when you, oh, see, when you see major things like that going on. At least we have a chance to help somebody else. So we'll do that. Right. Right. I I understand that. But and sometimes I've called in for directions and I don't have it dispatch saying, Well I don't have accessibility to it. I don't have this accessibility to it. I ended up in a a rural um a residential area with a fifty three foot trailer which was not good. Trying to get to a customer because I couldn't get directions from the dispatch. So you know, that's because the people that said no directions available. All right, gentlemen, have a good weekend and nice holiday and everything else. You too. Thank you for the feedback. Yeah. Your next question comes from William Church. You're live. Hi, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, what's up? How much? How are you? I'm pretty good. Hey, uh, I just got a quick, funny kind of question. Thanks for all y'all do. Um, I want to know how we get Randy Cornell back into safety challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking uh, the, the uh, laser, laser? What do you recommend? What do you recommend? If you really don't want to do it alone, I'll do it with you. I don't even care. I just thought it was funny and, and hilarious to watch, and we kind of missed that stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's funnier everybody else will watch it. I said I would do it with you guys. <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for everything y'all do and then check into that, maybe. <laughs> but yes. uh, I hope well. all y'all have a great holiday season. You too. We'll, uh, we'll follow up with Randy to see what he's, what he's up for, though. Thanks for the push. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Jesse, we have time for one final question. All right. Your final question will come from Mark Cotter. Your line is open. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi. How are you doing today, guys? Doing great. Good. Thank you. Um, this kind of goes to Greg Orr on a conversation that him and I had in um, about a month and a half ago there in his office. Wondering if he had it followed up on anything on the Charlotte drop yard. So that was, hey, Mark, this is Greg. Um, we did. We actually went in there and we um, uh, reorganized everything. We spent a day in reorganizing it. 
to make sure it was, uh, you know, a little better laid out. Uh, and we're trying to do that every so often uh, because there is a lot of different uh, carriers and intermodal companies that go in there. So we plan on, on watching that closely and doing it ever, you know, every month or however often we need to. All right. Appreciate you doing that. Yeah, and the other the other that. thing, the uh, other thing, kind of another question, on it. Rumors are we're looking at uh, Lancaster at Swift and Schneider and Dallas Yards. Is that true or not? No, I, I would tell you we're um, we're not as satisfied with our Dallas Yard that we would like for it to be right now. But I would tell you we really haven't done any pursuing of a new space. We still have a couple years left on our contract in Dallas. So long uh-huh. story short. Um, we haven't really done any looking yet, but what I'll tell you is once we get a little bit closer to the contract terms, if we don't um, see some improvements and some things done that we would like to have done for our existing facility, then there may be a possibility that we will look at something else. Okay. Uh, anyway, we get dust control in that place in Dallas? Yes. Uh, <laughs> dust control? Yeah, we, we know there's an issue with that. Yeah. And we work with our landlord to to try to, you know, mitigate mitigate as, as good as we can. Uh, I do know that we had some issues with potholes as well. And from what I understand, earlier this week, they was able to get those filled for us. So, so we're, we're staying on top of it uh, and trying to make the best of it for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then you it's guys lost awesome. a really, really – go ahead. Well, I, I just say it's not optimal, Mark, and um, at this point, I mean, um, if we don't continue to see improvement with the landlord, then there's probably a chance that we'll look at something different, but it's still very early in the contract, and for us to break the lease, it would cost us uh, a lot of money to do so, so there's got to be some benefit there on both sides. All right, and last of all, you guys must have really dropped your – uh, expectations of a driver advocate if you put Richard Merrill in there. I'll back him up on it. That's just a joke. You can tell him I said so and he'll know what it means. Uh, he used to be one of my fleet managers and he's great. He's He was a great yep. fleet manager, but I just had yep. to throw that out there so he could hear it. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure and relay the message, Mark. Thank you. With All that, right. Uh, have, a good, have a good one, Mark. Take it easy. You too. Thank you. Yep. Bye-bye. Uh, with that, we've got one minute left, so I'll try to be long-winded and how appropriate that we ended with Mark Potter, who's been with us since the beginning. And I just want to say thank you for everyone who has supported and participated on this call. It's been uh, six years, and we think back to – the conditions of technology and communication and where this company was, there was a gap between our leadership team and our professional drivers. And when we started, we thought, oh, this will do something to help our professional drivers. But I'm speaking from the heart when I say it helped us. And it's been a pleasure to get to know everyone through this channel. And I look forward to continuing your stories in workplace. And I encourage you very much to listen to the podcast that Adam and Jeff are going to be putting out still. It's progressive, it's fun, it's informative. We've got the CFI Insider. And if keeping track of that's too hard, we put it all in workplace for you. It's available on your timetable. You've got access 
And going back to our core values, myself and everyone here, we're committed to being on that platform to better respond and serve you and just know that we are better together. So thank you so very much.